Welcome to Jin Japan, Jarvis in Japan, and today's episode, we're going to take a dive into Bushido, the samurai code, the way of the samurai, and how, through understanding Bushido, we can understand Japan better. For the core principles of Bushido, even though most Japanese people probably don't even know them now, are still fundamental to Japanese society. And before I start, if you have any questions, if you have any topic you're interested about Japan, please feel free to make a request and message me. There's an email link down below, send the message there, or any sort of contacts you find for jobs in Japan. So, let's start today's episode. So throughout the ages of Japan, the samurai existed originally as well, bodyguards for the lord. And then in the warring states period for the 16th century, that's when they really became fierce warriors, what they're known for today. But the Bushido Code, the way of the samurai, actually came out in the Edo period from the 16th century to the middle, to the late 18th century Japan. And this was a time of peace. It was a time when, well, samurai's role of raging war was kind of obsolete. Instead, they kind of became a bit glorified bodyguards, but they didn't want to lose out. They still needed to keep their high status. And the high status, well, that comes from education. If you're the smartest of the lands, well, you can always find money, find work, and have a role. A purpose in helping your lord, because that is the greatest honor for a samurai. And we see schools called Hanko, what are like high, extremely high level, like private school level, if you want to compare them to modern day schooling. Schools, well, don't just teach young samurai martial arts, they're fundamentally in philosophy, especially Chinese Confucianism. And this is a very hierarchical sort of thinking. It's very sort of, you must respect your elders, you must respect your boss, your rank in society, it's very hierarchical. You must know your place and you must do your duty what is worthy of your standing. And this built the sort of moral backbone of the samurai. And with that, as well as the Japanese religion of Shinto, what kind of built the loyalty and respect to your lord, especially then you got the lords who then respect well, the shogun and then they even go further and the shogun has to respect the emperor. Even though in the Edo period of Japan, the emperor did not hold the power for a new shogun to become shogun, he must be given this position by the emperor. A bit like the English queen. For in England, if a new prime minister comes into power, he must go to the queen, so well, get her approval first. And the final core principle of the samurai, well, that's Buddhism, bukkyo. And this gives, well, the sense of life and death. And this is a very, very different sort of value system to what we have today, especially the life and death thinking, as it was sort of believed that they would rather die quickly and beautifully, like a sakura tree only blossoms for a week with beautiful pink flowers, and then those flowers will die away. For that one moment of beauty, for that one moment of honor, for like five seconds, 50 minutes of fame, well, your life is worth dying for that. And we see this part especially in the greatest honor to be a samurai, and that is dying in battle. Dying in battle for your lord. 
And so the scene, well, is dying with purpose to help your clan, to help your people. And if you die in such a way like that, your family won't really mourn you, but they will praise your death. And this weird sense of value is kind of actually rubbed on. And there's some cases actually in modern day Japan with a good case coming from Cambodia in 1993 after the civil war, then peace finally struck out, even though at the moment Cambodia, mm, well, not too great, but in that period there was peace after 1993. But in the sort of dispute, what before this, alleged this peace, two Japanese young, young people died. And one of the parents from one of these young people went to Cambodia, went to well, the United Nations meeting, and it's kind of weird that the father was thanking them, thanking the Cambodian government, not really crying in tears as you expect to be mourning, but he was thanking them that, well, his daughter died for peace, to help this country, and for that, well, that was the greatest honour sort of satisfaction like she he was happy that she died well for peace so i've just run into the three founding blocks of the sort of bushido mindset what's buddhism shinto sort of loyalty and chinese confusion for the hierarchicals but there's a bit more to that there's about well the seven principles what build up and intertwine to really make Bushido or make the samurai the samurai especially in the Edo period because they weren't brutal warriors who would go around just murdering people Most of them weren't the vast majority were extremely loyal So fundamentally at the bottom there are four principles that is courage wisdom Humanitarianism and trust these are the bottom ones as you can think courage you've got to be strong to be a samurai wisdom you've got to be smart like the samurai of the Edo period were extremely high educated. You got the best knowledge, you got the best tech, you get ahead, you can well beat your enemies. And this, especially in the fall of the daimyo, the fall of the shogun and Tokugawa government, was seen especially in that period. Humanity was also extremely important, especially if we see some of the clans like the Aitsaha clan, like the seven principles they drum into their kids, and some of them being respectful elders look after the elderly, don't punish the weak, don't bully people, like, these fundamental things, like, you must care for people, <laughs> these are very obvious things, but from a time when the samurai came from literally murdering everyone in the warring states period, they needed these sort of core principles to, to drummed in, to get them from these brutal warriors to actually being useful society, and then finally we get the trust, they got a well, have trust in the Lord. And if they can have trust in the Lord, this builds up, well, respect. And respect and the humanities combine to make there. So that the regi in Japan, like the honor, you must give your respect to your elders, respect to your Lord, respect to your surroundings and well, your way of life. And then we've got the humanities wisdom and courage part, and that builds up Jamari's samurai sense of justice their sort of moral belief, what comes from Confucianism, that they must do the right thing. Like, we see this a lot in the Edo period with seppuku, the Japanese ritual suicide, as they find it the best way to, well, release their sins of their injustice. If they have done unjust acts, they've caused harm. The best, most sincere way to prove this is, well, give your life. 
and thus you will get honor. This honor is built up from the respect and justice. If you can be respectful and just in the way of life, you can gain what the Japanese samurai always aim for, what is meio. A meio is a weird word in Japanese because in English it kind of translates to prestige and sort of like satisfaction in life. What comes from having, well, your name honored. And that is the kanji for meio. It is name and sort of respect and honor. And this is what samurai live for. This is the main principle in life. What they live for is like, what is your sense of value you want to achieve in life? As nowadays, we're like money. I want to achieve great riches. But for the samurai, they wanted to achieve meio. What is like honorable credit of their deeds. And this is when, especially the Buddhist sense of life and death comes in. Because the ultimate meio comes from well, dying on the battlefield, dying for your lord, giving you life, your death, purpose for your clan. And this sense of meio rubbed off in the Japanese society, modern day society. As we see now, we have sort of a bad habit when we think about Japanese sort of salary men, workmen, they kind of work to death. They put their family second, they put their job, their company first. They work themselves to death in some cases for this sort of sense of meio, even though they probably don't even know it. But it's kind of ingrained in Japanese society that this sort of higher honor, this sort of credible honor from higher up, from a hierarchy, what the samurai was their daimyo, was their lord who was seen as sort of a godly figure. If you can give service to that with your life, well, your life has meaning, your life, well, had value and meaning. And this sort of value system what brings meaning to life it's kind of a fundamental to Bushido, and it's what builds the sort of moral system of Japan. And this is quite weird, especially coming from a Western thinking, especially when Japan became modernized in the late 18th century, when the West was looking at it, they were really confused. It's like, where did Japan get this sense of morality from? As we say, take Europe, get the morality from Christianity. The Christian values are built up that society and morality from Japan, it's the samurai code, it's the Bushido, it's the sense of loyalty to your lord, it's these core principles of the samurai, what rubbed off in society. And it wasn't just the samurai who held these, it was everyone in Japan at the time, especially in Edo period. The normal people had a really good respect of meio, an understanding of this is something you want to value in life, like the honor and satisfaction what comes through service, comes through providing something of value to your family, to your lord, to your group, and to Japan. And if you want to learn more about Bushido, I recommend the great book, what is the Bushido, the 1990 published book in English by Nitobe Inazo. And Nitobe Inazo is a very interesting character in Japanese history, as he was born in 1862, and he lived through the sort of Meiji period, the change from the Togawa to the Meiji government, and the westernization of Japan, and he became a Japanese representative to the United Nations. And his book Bushido, published in, well, 1900, was basically explanation of the Bushido code, the way of Japanese thinking for Europeans. Like, just explain Japan, like the way of thinking, because a lot of foreigners 
saw Japan as more well, beautiful, but, but a bit weird because, as I've just explained, the value set and the belief of the samurai were quite different from the Christianity moral sets. And we're going to go probably do a whole episode on Nitobe Inazo because he did some really important stuff, especially for the United Nations, and his life and travels around the world is quite an interesting story. But we'll leave that for another episode of Jin Japan. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned a little bit about the samurai, the Bushido code, and I hope that's helped you a little bit understand Japan a bit better. And we'll go into more depth about Bushido of certain clans, why it makes them different, how that affected, well, Japanese history. Because I've been really enjoying recently learning about, especially the fall of the Shogunate through Tiger Dramas, what's an NHK sort of drama series about Japanese historical characters, and it's very Game of Thrones-like. So we have the lords, the disputes, the politics, the battles, and it's very good, it's very well made. And it goes around the historical sites, but it's still around today, and showcases them, and it's like, ah, oh, it's good. And when you can travel around Japan, just knowing a bit out of this, it makes much more enjoyable. Like, you can travel to shrines, and you can know, oh, this is the shrine from this part in history. Like, stuff like that, I want to make a, well, a podcast a blog series, what gives up to you guys. It gives a sense of value that when you come to Japan, you can get more out of it. You can get more out of the history, more out of your travels, get a more sense of value, more sense of Japan. And that's what I aim for this podcast, what is Jin Japan, Jobs in Japan, but this takes time. Studying this stuff takes time, but before I was trying to make a podcast every two days, but this week I tried to record this podcast, literally last week, but I couldn't. I just couldn't because I was recording it and it just wasn't good. I wasn't able to come intellectual enough to have that knowledge base to give a podcast what not half asked but researched and more relatable. Like giving you a sense of values, giving you my values, giving you the sense of Japan's values, Japanese history, but that takes time. So I'm changing this podcast to maybe at minimum a weekly show where throughout the week I'll study a topic, as last week I studied a lot of Bushido, and this weekend I'm going to make podcasts about this, see how many I can get done, and then throughout the week I'll release these episodes, and then do a blog post as well, we'll give pictures, a bit more context, but we'll take snippets out of the podcast and give an audio form, because I, I prefer that to writing about it, because I think mm, having someone's voice speak when you see pictures, is a very nice medium and it's very different and that's something I want to create with the Jin Japan WordPress site that I'm going to check out and I'm going to try and make some more blog posts which now at Jin Japan, Jobs Japan podcast because I've paid to upgrade the WordPress no, it's kind of not needed because I've realised I could just create a snippet podcast on Spotify and then link it so much easier but it's paid so it's done and as I just ranted a bit there, so sorry for that, but I hope you got a little value of what this podcast is aiming to become. And if you have any questions, anything about Japan you want to learn, please message me. I've got to put a contact email down below if you want to send requests, and message me on the Facebook grades, the Twitter, the Instagram, the YouTube, the WordPress blog, will all be linked down below. And if you enjoy this podcast, like leave a review, just send me a comment what you think about it. That would mean the world, and we can make this podcast in Japan the best podcast about Nihon Japan around. What well would bring me nail?
<laughs> so we're going to end there. And I hope you all start seeking what that may or that prestige, that credibility in life. Just search for that and you will live probably a happier life. So, Saigo Manatakitsukurata, Hontani, Arigazamashita! Jione!